this holiday season, gift more thoughtfully. Purchase your Shop Local OPRF digital gift cards and keep your spending dollars in this community. Give the gift of local today. Hi, and welcome to this installment of Inside the Chamber, where every week we do a deep dive into timely topics that are relevant to our small business community. My name is Liz Holt, and as the Executive Director of the Oak Park and River Forest Chamber of Commerce, I'm thrilled that you can join us. In this podcast, we're going to interview some of the most innovative and influential business leaders in our community. By sharing our collective expertise, we will empower you to use your own skill set to achieve ultimate success in your business and in your life. And now, please welcome our host, Darian Marion Burton. Hey, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Inside the Chamber. I'm your host, Darian Marion Burton, and today we're joined by three of our community's most amazing shop owners. We have Kim Humphrey of Bead and Hand, Ann Pazala of Lively Athletics, and Cheryl Vargas of Studio 928. Welcome to the show, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Great. You know, when I was getting ready for this episode, you know, we're being really intentional about how we put these panels together. And I was really excited to do this one. Um, you know, Beaded Hand has been in a community for so long. Like, I remember it being a kid and walking by the bead store. Um, lively, you guys are five, six years old? Seven. Exactly. In our seventh year now. I know. Oh my gosh, I always remember Lively is Fively. I think that's when I joined the chamber and then it's just drilled into my head. And then Cheryl. I still get heat. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and then Cheryl, you opened right at the start of the pandemic with your art studio. And I just love how diverse everybody is and the different experiences. And I think it's going to make for a really good conversation. So let's uh, jump inside the chamber. So to begin, I just want to go around. Everyone, you know, tell us about your store, what kind of items you sell, and why you love serving the Oak Park community. And let's start with you. So I own Lively Athletics with my sister, Kate. Uh, we opened it about seven years ago. As you said, um, we sell everything that the female athlete would need from like amazing running shoes to yoga pants. Uh, we started selling kids' shoes recently, and we sell tons of other stuff too like necklaces and candles it turns out the female athlete needs a lot of things besides just like cute running gear uh, i love oak park a lot i grew up here i went to irving um i'm raising my kids here and i just love how you know i went for a five mile run this morning and i was thinking how beautiful oak park is so i love serving oak park because i love it here and i'm happy to be part of this community five miles of running wow that's a uh, girl I Bless yourself. Bless yourself. You know, Cheryl and I went running or tried to go running once, and it was me walking very slowly. And like, I just can't do athletic things. But that's a great segue into Cheryl. Uh, tell us about Studio 928 and the kind of items that you sell and why you love serving our lovely community here in Oak Park. Oh, wow. Okay, so as you know, when I moved in February 14th um, in Oak Park, um, our 
product listings were a little bit more extensive than they are now because we had in-person events and parties and in addition to our uh, payment set parties. Um, so now what we're doing is we took our time for art to go and trans uh, and pivoted into the virtual art party. So right now we do 100% virtual uh, painted set parties in both acrylic and now just recently watercolors. So we're really excited about adding the watercolors in because it's a medium that not a lot of um, businesses like mine are offering. So um, that's really exciting. And in terms of what I really like about serving Oak Park, well, as I was saying before we started, it's just like every time we get together on a virtual paint party, it's like a night out because we don't get to go anywhere anymore. So I really appreciate that. Um, and actually we're serving Oak Park in all over the country. So our um, customers are coast to coast. Um, but I do like the fact that Oak Parkers do find me and um, reach out to me, the Jack and Jills and the Oak Park Chamber of Commerce. So yeah, really happy to be a part of this community. Keeping my chamber membership despite having moved to LaGrange. Love it. I love it. You know, that's a great plug for the chamber, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> and Kim, you know, tell us all about all the amazingness that happens at Bead in Hand. Well, uh, Bead in Hand is um, 27 years old. Um, probably just started. That's how old I am. Oh. Who knew? <laughs> um, I've been the owner for eight and a half years, and um, we sell beads, beading supplies, tools, books, magazines, materials, all kinds of things. Um, where um, I think of us as really being beyond Oak Park. We're really one of the few bead stores still within the Chicagoland West Suburban area. So we do draw people from um, a fair distance or not in their usual route. Um, and you know, a great thing is we're very personalized when people come into the shop. Uh, and this is one of the hard things about the pandemic is we like to be able to provide them with information about the materials and the tools. You know, we haven't been able to have classes, um, which is a disappointing and kind of hard to figure out what to do about. Uh, so, uh, but being able to offer very individual kinds of information and assistance, we do repairs and it's just, it's one of the pleasures of being a small store. I love that. You, know, you said something that really struck me and it's, you are a destination for people. And I think that's something that's so true about all of your businesses. Um, you know, lively, I, I hear you guys are like the number one running store in America or something. Um, Cheryl, you know, like, I mean, everybody wants to do a paint party. Like, I think it's like the hottest thing ever. Like, I'm so jealous I wasn't on the chamber call when you guys did one. I don't know how that like didn't happen. And I cry about it to this day. Um, 
so I think that's really interesting. And I think it's really important for the consumers listening to understand how powerful that is and that our business community makes our community so strong because it draws people to us and makes us so attractive. Um, so next we're going to talk about everyone's favorite things, pivots during the pandemic. Um, you know, I feel like there are new rules coming out every single day about something that I don't fully understand. Um, and I think that every small business owner kind of feels that way. Does this apply? Does this not apply? What do I do? So I'm curious to hear what some of your favorite pivots that you've done as a business are and any pivots that you've made that like you're going to keep, like maybe you got e-commerce and it's great and you want to keep it now. Right. Um, so Kim, let's start with you. Yeah, well, the e-commerce thing, um, definitely, that that um, it was a real big change. Uh, before the pandemic, the only thing that um, people could purchase online uh, was to pay for classes, which was much simpler. There's no tax involved, so <laughs> way easier to keep track of. <laughs> um, but once we shut down, then I... Uh, put together kits of some of our simpler projects and, and ones that don't require special tools, um, which can be a little bit tricky. And that, uh, you know, people who are complaining about looking for things to do because they were stuck at home and, you know, not going anywhere. <laughs> and here I am, suddenly I have kits that did not previously exist <laughs> that now exist <laughs> and I have to put them together and write instructions and figure out pricing. Whew, I was really busy. That was a lot of fun. Um, we are continuing with that. Um, whether they'll, um, those sold pretty, that, that was pretty popular for a little bit of a burst and tapered off. Um, I don't know if that will pick up again. We're kind of pushing more of that for the holidays, especially with holiday items, because we won't be able to have in-person events, which is usually a big thing for us. So we have a lot of prepackaged uh, um, materials for people to work on. That's a really big, big thing. Um, for having people come into the shop, uh, we're a small space. So we limit more or less to three people at a time. We did set up a scheduling and appointment system for people to um, schedule an appointment if they want to. Uh, and we ask everyone who comes in to wash their hands before they start shopping, which is, uh, you know, and they have to wear a mask. Um, kind of the most we can do. We're not cleaning everything that people touch ever. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the biggie for us and putting things together, kind of prepackaged items with instructions ready to go, um, that it's going to continue through the pandemic. I'm not sure how much should this thing ever end, but kind of our go-to. Um, cleaning everything. I mean, I can imagine how, like, 
I was shopping the other day and I'm always like, I want to touch, I can't touch this. I want to, I I can't do that. Um, I, yeah, I can, I can imagine, especially in a bead store with like small pieces, like that sounds literally impossible. It is. Um, <laughs> and I'm curious, um, what have been your favorite pivots and, you know, I think how are you, any of you going to keep around after the pandemic ends? All right. I will say we have, I think, three big pivots. But first, let me just say how sick I am of the word pivots and pivoting. I just never want to pivot again. I'm so sick of pivoting. But I will say I am so interested in my business right now. Like it changes every day. So there's always something new to try. So it has kept me pretty excited about running my store. I know that's kind of dorky. But uh, okay. So first of all, my favorite pivots we did was me and my sister uh, every day at five, we would do a Facebook Live. Um, I liked it because it was just me and Kate hanging out and drinking beer together, which is, you know, why we opened a store together so we could hang out and drink beer with other runners. Uh, so we were doing that every night. We stopped doing it because it's so much work to work all day and then, you know, put on lifts to <laughs> and perform at the end of the day. But that was really fun. And I, I bet we'll do it again if we shut down. And our customers liked it. It was fun to check in with customers. Our second pivot, which kind of spoiled for us, Darian, was that we started e-commerce. Uh, people have been asking us for it for years. Uh, so we finally joined the year 1998 and <laughs> opened up a web store. So that was exciting. It's been fun. People have been responding well to it. Uh, the third one is one we're doing right now. Um, as Kim said, in-store events are huge and we just can't do it. Small business Saturday is usually pretty important for us. So right now we're doing small business every day instead of small business Saturday. And it's been going great. We just, um, we're trying to stretch small business Saturday so it lasts an entire month. Um, we're posting something new every day on social media. We're sending tons of emails. We're going to extend our store hours so people can space out. We'll probably do appointment shopping again. So we're going to keep pivoting as long as we need to, um, just to stay fresh and to keep people safe. Sorry, I was definitely muted. Oh my gosh. Sorry. Oh my gosh. My computer rings and then everything rings and it makes things a little crazy. Um, Great. I was trying to also think of a joke with the word pivot and it's just a million. But like, I'm just going to keep saying word pivot as we talk about how Studio 928 has pivoted during this pivotal time in our nation. <laughs> you can't see Anne's face right now, guys. She's hating this. <laughs> Every time I hear that word, I think ballerina, you know, twirling around for some reason. <laughs> okay, Cheryl, I will not say the P word anymore. Uh, <laughs> how has your business P worded okay. during okay. this time? Well, so I guess the biggest pivot was, <laughs> now I'm going to laugh when I say that word, um, was going virtual, 100%. Um, it had always been kind of something that I thought about doing, which is uh, we had time for art to go. And on the last of those other income streams was doing uh, recordings of uh, my different paintings and selling those with the kit. Well, I had to bring that from the bottom of the list up to the top. And um, I gotta say, I enjoy it so much. I really, I mean, aside from seeing people in person, which I'm sure I can satisfy in other ways, I would just totally keep doing virtual parties. It's more convenient for my customers, it seems. They can see what I'm doing 
um, close up. They can see me mixing paint close up, which, you know, in a room full of 50 to 100 people, you can't show that close up. So being able to, um, another pivot, I guess, would be that um, our uh, virtual uh, pre presentation had to go in another direction. You know, we had to get top shelf with that. You know, we have all the studio lights, we have an actual um, production software that allows us to switch to multiple camera angles so that when you're actually watching me teach, you can see the paint palette, you can see the actual painting, you can see me. So, and in addition to that, we also show on-screen trivia. So we had a pivot from being, you know, oh, we do virtual paint parties, you know, with a camera to we do a virtual paint party production to the point that in seven months we've become the virtual paint party experts. So um, I think that's what I um, enjoy the most about it. And I, we will definitely continue doing this um, after the pandemic. Yeah, you know, you certainly are the experts. I heard Netflix was one of your clients. Like, that's like the coolest thing ever. Yeah, we had uh, Netflix, uh, LinkedIn. We just had Red Bull. We have the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. We have Simple Habits. I mean, we First Republic Bank, GuaranteedRate.com, Ernst & Young. I mean, it's just crazy. And I have to attribute it all to SEO, you know, um, because when we look at the referrals, you know, we ask people on our questionnaire on the form how they heard about us. And uh, I want to say 70% is through Google. So um, it's my SEO game that's really kicking. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, that's great. You know, and I think that one thing that you guys all touched on is, is that you guys are keeping the customer experience front of mind. And I think that that's so key. You know, I used to work at Nordstrom and like, first off, it's like selling clothes on crack. It's like not a very healthy thing. Um, but great if you can, you know, sell $600,000 in Canali suits. Um, and it's always about the customer experience. And, you know, I think that customers are consistently asking things of our shop owners. Um, what can customers do beyond buying stuff to help you guys? And I will start with Cheryl this time. Okay, so I had to really think about this question. Um, but I think, you know, word of mouth is a super powerful thing, you know, just let people know in the Oak Park area, Oak Park people who are listening, that we are a locally owned business. And if you're um, purchasing things from us, you don't have to incur uh, shipping charges or tax um, because it's a service based um, product. And um, if you could follow us on Facebook and Instagram, we're just Studio 928. Um, then I have something else. Oh, and, and if you refer us to someone, we have a referral gift for you. We'll offer you a free paint kit or a gift card, whichever one you choose. People love gift cards. I know I do. It's like my favorite thing. It's actually why I go to any chamber event. It's just to get a free gift card in the hopes. It's great. Um, cool. Uh, Kim, what about you? What can customers do to support Beat at Hand besides just buying? This is Susie Goldschmidt, Byline Bank Market President for Oak Park and River Forest. 
We know this year has been more challenging than ever. As the number one SBA lender in Illinois for more than a decade, our team has seen the grit and determination shown by the businesses in our community. We take pride in creating solutions to help small businesses thrive and look forward to continue to work side by side with Oak Park and River Forest businesses. Visit us online at bylinebank.com, member FDIC. Well, the first thing that popped into my head was to tell their friends to come buy things from me. <laughs> um, I think I would perhaps uh, uh, for them to focus on um, some of the kits that we do have put together because these are projects, a lot of them are um, suitable for ages like eight or nine and up. They're easy enough to do. They make really good gifts and we're coming up to a big gift time. Um, and they can, all, they can be really good as to make something and give as a gift also, the kit itself could make a really good gift to give to someone. Um, one of the, the things, we get a lot of people from um, high stress, if you will, uh, healthcare teachers, CTA drivers. Um, beating is very soothing and relaxing. You are in the process of creating something and it's going to turn out lovely because you're starting with something that is already very pretty, a bead. <laughs> so it's hard to go wrong. And, um, you know, I would encourage people to share that love of beauty and calm and creation and tell them to come buy those things from us. That's great. And, and, you know, I think this is a pivotal moment in our. I'm, just like, I'm gonna stop now. I'm just gonna stop. I'm not gonna do. It. Uh, I didn't even catch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's your last one. Um, all right. So I'm gonna build on what they said. I mean, I love referral. That's so true. Both Kim and Cheryl are so smart. Um, I will say some of our favorite customers are customers who've never even bought from us. Um, I get it. We sell $100 yoga pants. That's just not for everyone, unfortunately, but people will still find ways to support us. Uh, we do a lot of free running groups, and right now we're doing a big free challenge to run every single street in Oak Park in one month. It's super fun. It's free. There are prizes. Tons of other local businesses are sponsoring, so you can like win free coffee. Uh, we're just, we just love giving back. So there's, you know, share our stuff on social media, participate in our challenges, tag us. Um, I'm going to string together a bunch of words here, Darian, and I know you're a marketing guru, so I'm hoping I'm right and I'm trusting you to correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so for retail, Yelp doesn't really do a lot of good for us. People don't really check Yelp before they shop so much. But I think if they rate us on Google, it helps our SEO. Does that, is that, is that correct? Okay, Darian is nodding. So I'm going to say you could, you could rate all three of our businesses on Google and it would be really helpful to us. I have to echo that same sentiment. Um, not only that, but, our, but particularly if you don't have, if you have Google My Business, if you have a Google My Business entry, yeah, you got to get one of those. That really helps with SEO. So it's just Google my business and you fill out all the stuff, you know, all the questions about your business, your hours, and then start getting people to review there because a lot of things that I'm hearing about Yelp is, you know, they're a little bit 
shady. Um, and then they don't allow reviews from everyone. They are really particular about what kind of a reviews they allow. But I've found that Google My Business and Google Reviews has helped. Yeah, I completely agree, you know. Um, and I think that, you know, people underestimate the power of those small things like getting reviews and and you said the social media right like you know some of my bet like some of the people who are the loudest supporters of our brand aren't small business owners on social media like you know there are people who are liking and sharing things and then eventually that gets to somebody or they see a promotion that somebody shared and i get a call I'm like oh like how'd you hear about us they're like oh i saw so-and-so shared it on facebook and i'm like Okay, that's good to know that works. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I, I that's great. That's great advice, guys. Um, so since you guys are so brilliant, I want to pick your brains about what you think the future of retail is gonna be, both in the short term as we head into winter and a possible another short um shutdown. And you know, once the pandemic is over, um, Kim, we'll start with you. Well, there's just nothing like forecasting for the future, huh? Um, you know, retail uh, under any circumstances is a challenge. Um, it's a lot of guessing. It's a lot of guessing. I'm when I'm per buying merchandise, I'm thinking, hmm, would somebody like to buy this? Hmm, what are the chances? Hmm, I have no idea. Nobody has any idea. So I have things, I buy things, and I'm hoping that other people will buy them. There is, I've, I've come to the conclusion that there is nothing that is predictable. There is nothing that says the weather will bring people into your shop or won't bring people into your shop. You can have a huge snowstorm and suddenly your busiest day for no good reason because there's a snowstorm. It's, there's, it's so unpredictable in so many ways that, well, I'm just the wrong person to ask that question, aren't I? <laughs> because, um, I th there's a need for retail, it, but it is becoming very difficult to maintain retail. The overhead costs and everything that goes along with it um, when there's so many other ways that people can buy merchandise these days. It's tricky. Yeah. Yeah, no. I don't think that anyone kind of has the answer. I know I don't. I pretend like I do all the time. Like, you know, like, but no, so I'm like, yeah, I think this is going to work. Kinda. Let's just really hope that, like, you know, the world doesn't, like, collapse on itself tomorrow. Like, that's a very real possibility at this point. Um, great. Next, Anne, I'm curious what you think the future of retail is going to hold. All right. So I'm, I'm a, sorry, Kim. I'm going opposite of Kim here. I am so optimistic for small retail, short term and long term. And I will tell you exactly why. Short term, the holidays are going to be messed up this year. I mean, we all just have to accept, like, my kids aren't going to see their cousins. Uh, I may not be able to see my dad at Christmas if the weather is bad. It's going to be heartbreaking. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw some serious money at this problem. My budget, I have two kids, my budget for each of them, I don't know, $5,000. What's it going to take to make my kids happy? And I think I'm not the only mom that feels this way. And I will tell you, I'm taking notes as we're listening. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get my daughter a bead kit. 
I'm going to set up a, you know, a painting party for me and my sisters because my sister lives in Portland. I don't know when I'll see her again. So I think like there's so much sentiment right now to like bring up small business. Like Oak Park, we're, they're smart here. The consumers in Oak Park, they know that if they don't support us, we won't be here when this is over. And they also know that they want their kids to have the merriest Christmas, the happiest Hanukkah, um, the best holiday season ever. And I think they are really going to turn out for small business um, this year. Long term, it's going to be tough because I think a lot of people are sort of migrating to e-commerce shopping. But once this is over, I've seen it before. As soon as um, that we left phase one and people could come into stores again, people just came in and they were just touching everything. They were like, talking to me about their life story just because they were craving that human contact. So I think I'm optimistic and I think the future is so bright for these small community oriented stores. I love that. I love that. Um, and Cheryl, last but not least, I'm curious what you think the future is going to hold. And because I think people are so hungry to support small businesses and make sure they don't go away. And it's almost like um, before everyone was saying support small business, support small business. Now it's like either support them or they go completely away. What I'm finding, and I'm not a fortune teller either, what I'm finding is I don't think virtual is going away. I mean, I am so enthusiastic about it. My customers are so enthusiastic about it. I don't see it going in, away anytime soon. If anything, I see it being more of what's going to carry us through to when things you know, return to normal. Um, I think it's just people don't realize right now, and I guess I'm like um, Anne too, and the fact that I, we're throwing a lot of money towards marketing over the holiday season with virtual paint parties being an opportunity to really have fun, to really enjoy each other, um, not only with art, but with cocktails too. So we just um, signed on with a beverage distributor who's gonna partner with us so we can offer um, wine kits and wine flights. Um, so everybody needs okay. wine during the pandemic. Um, we're reaching out to mommy bloggers, or I'm sorry, mommy needs vodka. Um, that group as well to offer our services but what i also don't see going away is curbside pickup curbside pickup is the bomb i mean it's like i go to michael's now they let people in the store i still pull up call that number and say bring my stuff outside i feel like you know it's just such a nice service i really like it and plus i think for the businesses it cuts you know it helps them with loss prevention they don't have people walking around the store and shoplifting you know um so i'm really optimistic about it too of course you know i'm loving the time when i can get together with like industry colleagues and network like this year this december is our annual holiday showcase with uh, meeting planners international it's a big industry event where event planners and hoteliers and all these different people get together and we just talk about, you know, the year and how it was. So I miss that. But um, like I said, I don't think virtual paint parties, for instance, are going anywhere. And I think e-commerce, um, like for um, Kim, is here to stay. I hope you like it a little bit better when you get used to it, Kim. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm excited to hear that. That means that I can stay in sweatpants most of the day. You know, like I, I have to say, I think that my dressing has gotten so subpar. Like people wouldn't even notice me on the street anymore if they saw some of the things I was wearing, guys. Um, 
but it's okay because nobody can see if I'm wearing sweatpants under here. It's like fabulous. Um, no, great. This has been really good, guys. Um, as we wrap up here, you know, I, I love all the tips and ways to support that we've talked about. Before we go, you know, remind everybody of your store name, how they can pick up or order your goods online uh, or go into your store and what your favorite thing in your shop is. Anne, we'll start with you. All right. The best way to shop with us is LivelyAthletics.com, our newly launched e-commerce site. Um, my favorite thing that we sell is this brand of shoes called the On Cloud. They're just so light. They're cute. You can just slip them on. You can go for a run or you can walk all day in them. And they're so comfortable. On to the next. I love it. Cheryl? I had to unmute myself. Okay. Um, my favorite thing in our... Oh. I'm Studio 928, and you can find us at studio928.net or like us on Facebook because I like to post a lot of fun, interactive stuff for my artist friends to uh, um, comment on. And that's facebook.com studio928c at the end. Um, but my favorite thing in our lineup is our new watercolor series. So, um, and we're doing watercolor note cards for the holidays, which we are launching for, for Black Friday. So we're offering a set of note cards, which we're gonna paint together and we're gonna have a special price on that. So yeah, so follow us and find out about our new watercolor series. Really excited about that. Okay, well, um, yeah, beadinhand.com. You'll find more information than you probably wanted about anything. Uh, but um, our kits are available for sale there. We're open every day of the week, uh, 10 to 6, except for Wednesdays 1 to 6 and Sundays 1 to 5. Uh, and on the website, you can also schedule an appointment if you want to make sure that you'll have um, the time available. And um, my favorite thing in the shop, and I saw that and I thought, one thing, what, um, uh, a bead, a type of bead, one, a color, I'm just like, really, just one thing? I don't know. <sighs> I narrowed it down to a couple of um, items that have been around for a while, but they're really, really great to have in your uh, beading materials kit, and that is a bead mat and bead stoppers, which are little clips that you put onto your beading material wire so that beads don't fall off and you can easily move them around. So there you go. Great, great, great. Um, great guys, thank you so much for joining us today. This was absolutely fabulous. And thanks for going inside the chamber. Thank you, this was so fun. What a great way to spend the afternoon hanging out with all of you. Thanks, Darian. Nice meeting you guys. Thanks. Nice hey guys, it's Darian, Marion Burton. And when I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm running DM Burton. DM Burton is a local full-service marketing agency helping small to medium-sized businesses scale through organic marketing strategies. We've got you. Idea and burden.